0: The Apple Car is downgraded. It's Wednesday, December 7th, 2022. This is the Kelly Letter Podcast, and I'm Jason Kelly. Back on August 31st, in Season 1, Episode 9 of this podcast, a peek at the Apple Car I spoke enthusiastically about Apple's vision for a fully autonomous car. I praised Apple's ability to integrate various parts of a system to work beautifully and thought this would help in the car department. I relayed reports that a big self driving test over 40 miles from Bozeman to Big Sky, Montana, had gone well. When, oh, when will this arrive? I wondered. Well, not for a while, it turns out, and not as ambitiously as I had hoped. Quite a disappointment this week from Bloomberg. No more limousine-style seating with passengers facing each other in the back seat area. It's going to feature a traditional, that is to say boring, design with a driver's seat, steering wheel, pedals, and no fully autonomous driving. What? What? <laughs> maybe the less exciting initial plan should make us less disappointed that it's also delayed instead of a 2025 launch apple's now aiming for a 2026 launch and a 2026 launch of what exactly a car that's not going to be noticeably different from the ones we can get today what's going on at apple i think the the predictions of of disappointment following the loss of steve jobs have really come to fruition I mean, the company has improved revenue, it's done a great job engineering its services area to to make more money as it resorts to incremental improvements in its products. I suppose the Apple Watch has, has forged new territory, but man, the days of boldness have just gone out the window. And I, you know, I'm personally disappointed by this because I'm, I'm waiting for the next big thing here, you know, and hoping that Apple can bring it along. I talked about this topic of, of dying for tech to produce the next big thing a couple weeks back. And, and here we are again, because this was gonna be an area where we were going to get the next big thing. I mean, come on, if there's no autonomous driving, there's, and there's no different way to sit. I mean, I was looking forward to getting into a lounge type setup, turning on the TV, kicking back with my chips and a drink and telling the car to go to an address and then just hanging out in my lounge as it drove me across town or the country or wherever. No, 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 strictly fantasy land that it seems for now. And, and on, on top of that, it's still going to be a very expensive car. You just gotta kind of wonder what, okay, Apple, if, if the, the vision for the project now is that there's going to be nothing special about it, why keep the project going at all? Maybe take those resources and fix things in your current products that haven't worked in years. How about, for example, the reliability of AirDrop, which seems to only work about 60% of the time. How about Siri with some decent functionality? How about, and so on and so on. There are quite a few things in Apple's product line that could use some sprucing up. So instead of moving on and diverting resources away from getting the current installed base working properly, uh, you know maybe you should come back and do that. And especially if the, if the diversion of resources is going, to, is going to go towards something that is not very interesting, even if you can pull it off. I'm not upset about this or anything as surely you can tell. From the Bloomberg story yesterday, quote, the secretive project underway for years, and this is referring to the secretive project being Apple's car, codenamed Titan, is meant to provide Apple with another major moneymaker, but it also could test the limits of the iPhone maker's capabilities, end quote. Okay, well, test those limits, please. I mean, if we're not testing the limits, I guess you're just going to keep churning out the same stuff you've been churning out, Apple, which, which is good stuff. I don't, I don't want to take that away from you. But it hasn't been exciting for a while. Most people I talk to, including high-tech people, say, for example, no reason to get the iPhone 14. It's not measurably different from the 13 or the 12. Basically, the only new thing it does is take better photos in low-light conditions. End of features. Oh, you know that's pretty marginal stuff and this is exactly what analysts including this voice worried about when Steve Jobs passed away that it would all become more gigabytes, more pixels, you know, sign up for another month of music service or something and that, okay fine fine helps drive a bottom line but really isn't exciting and just isn't isn't the DNA that made Apple so cool back in the day so Testing the limits of the iPhone maker's capabilities? Yeah, I'm all for that. Why don't we do that? Why don't you push this sucker, Tim Cook? Apple's previous vision for the car was to offer level five autonomy. And that's the the pinnacle of self-driving technology, which no automaker has attained yet. That's true. But that's why this would be special. Apple would be doing something that the others haven't been able to do and prove its Appleness, and prove why, why it's the top of the tech pack. Right. I mean, that's what would set it apart. Now we can just add this car to the recent list of disappointments from Apple. Where is the new Steve Jobs? Incremental improvement cannot cut it forever. This is such a drag to watch Apple turn into this. Previously back in August I guess Apple had expected each car to sell for more than $120,000 but now it says it'll be able to bring it out for less than $100,000 as if this is some sort of benefit that's going to assuage the disappointment oh okay there's nothing special about it at all um so so paying only in quotes only $100,000 should should make it all worth it and by the way a $100,000 car That's not nothing that's in the same area as the Model S from Tesla, which is Tesla's higher end normal type car and and fair from the likes of Mercedes Benz. The EQS is one that Bloomberg mentioned. So this is hardly bargain basement because of the lack of any sort of groundbreaking features. No, we get both. The groundbreaking features are gone and it's still a six digit car. Nice. Well, uh, part of the problem, apparently, is that Apple's team in Zurich, which was working on uh, this, uh, part of the, the development that graded the success of the, the self driving system, apparently the grade was an F since they've given up entirely. But anyway, that team faced a setback earlier this year when one of its prominent developers named Ian Goodfellow, uh, who was working on an AI that was leading that effort, he left Apple after complaining about its work from home policies. Really? A- Apple couldn't, couldn't get that figured out? How, I mean, if, 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 if this person, Mr. Goodfellow, was important enough to the effort to be called out in media as, as one reason that everything's been scaled back after losing him, maybe Apple could have worked a little harder to keep him, especially if the problem was a work from home policy how hard is that to get right, especially if you're Apple? I mean, you you make devices that people can use to work on from home and your employees can use your own devices to work from home and everybody's used to doing that after the pandemic anyway. And this top guy who's important to your future top moneymaker would like a change in his work from home setup. Here's a thought. Make the change. I mean, how hard is this? Oh, or maybe he was upset with how lousy Apple's wireless technology is. Hint, hint at my earlier complaint about the airdrop functionality or lack thereof. It's not just there. Anybody else own HomePod speakers that randomly disconnect from stereo as you're trying to listen to a good part of a song? or don't connect at all, or just spin forever in the upper part of your screen trying to connect and you have to reboot everything in your house in order for them to reconnect. Meanwhile, much cheaper Bluetooth fare from any normal electronics shop. Connect instantly when you fire up your computer and don't disconnect until you say to do so. Maybe that's one reason that Mr. Goodfellow was sick of working at home on Apple products because they haven't perfected part of their installed device line. Although I doubt it, and that wasn't actually reported. I'm just grousing again. Come on. How can you not get the work from home correct when you are Apple? You make products that are specifically for that kind of purpose. So what else could it be? All right, it wasn't just the loss of Mr. Goodfellow. What else might it be? Well, there is some speculation going around the internet that this is highly suspicious timing. What is suspicious about it? Okay, back on December 1st, Apple CEO Tim Cook had a very special guest over to the Apple campus to walk around and show off the high-tech super ring over there. Who was that guest? None other than Tesla CEO Elon Musk, who tweeted that day, thanks Tim Cook for taking me around Apple's beautiful HQ with a panning video of a walkway around a pond. So what happened there? Did uh, they just recently had a spat because Apple said they might shut down the, the Twitter app on the Apple store if, if if Elon Musk and his his team of Twitter people over there cannot control various types of speech on the platform. And Elon Musk hinted, we'll go to war with Apple or make our own phone or something. And I mean, all that was bluster, of course, but. I wonder if things were getting kind of hot between Apple and Tesla and uh, Musk went over there and they worked something out. And part of it was, hey, why don't you scale back your car so you don't steal the thunder from my Model S? I I doubt it. Frankly, I doubt it. But it is sort of weird that uh, they're they're going to war a couple weeks ago, and then suddenly Tim Cook has Elon Musk over to Apple's campus, and then shortly thereafter, Apple's car gets basically crushed entirely when it's it's downscaled to the point of, it'll be a year later, it won't have any of the cool things you were expecting, and it'll still be a ripoff price. Pretty good news for Tesla, I'd say, and coming shortly after Elon Musk made that trip around the pond over there. I know, it doesn't matter why this happened, why the car is collapsing before our very eyes, just that it did happen and that it makes it hardly worth circling a date anymore for an Apple car debut. What? A car that looks and behaves like every other car on the road for the bargain price of $100,000 because there's a glowing Apple logo on it somewhere? Can't wait! thank you for listening. This is the Kelly Letter podcast and I'm Jason Kelly. Please subscribe to the podcast from any of the links at jasonkelly.com to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and other platforms. Yes, Apple Podcasts as well. Oh, and did I mention I write an investing newsletter every Sunday? This is a great time to join the Kelly Letter, still near the lows of the year. Please become a Kelly Letter member today at jasonkelly.com to start your own market beating SIG plans. We are deep into small cap stocks, which are the current darlings of the analytical community. We were onto this two decades ago. Current subscribers, thank you for doing business with me. I will see you Sunday.